Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, so the Hornets will now hold for the final shot of the first half. Hornets have a 12-point lead, but they've lost a lot of momentum. Oh! My mind is blown! Miles Bridges, how do you do? There's the momentum! And it's not going away! It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Don't take the White Sox. Don't take Lucas Giolito against the Red Sox on Patriots Day for these morning games. Don't do it. Giolito just gave up a bomb. A bomb. It's 7-1 to in the bottom of the second. You know it's bad when you can take the underdog in a baseball game, Horvat, at 10-1 to in the second inning. Dude, I just hit the – at least I just hit the over an hour into the game, but unfortunately. (laughs) An hour in. Thanks a lot, Gio. Brutal. Rough day for Lucas Giolito here. We're almost at 50 pitches already. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. This is a BetQL Daily weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on the Odyssey app, Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast as well. And if you're in Denver, check us out at 1430 The Bet in Chicago, 105.9 FM HD2 and in L.A., 93.1 FM HD3. We welcome in Chuck Esposito. Race and Sportsbook Director for Station Casinos at Station Casinos on Twitter. How you doing, Chuck? I'm doing great, guys. Uh, there's so much to talk about. Um, I'm going to start with uh, maybe a direction you were not expecting. The action, the reaction out in Vegas to the Jake Paul fight. And what kind of handle are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid you guys were going to start there. Um, but, uh, you know it was, it's strange just how much handle that we generated on it. Um, how many people asking about it? And, um, uh, you know, I know we've got uh, 20 million, you, you know, followers and it became really a popular betting option way more than I thought it would be. But I think it just goes to show the, 
the, the strength of, uh, you know, uh, the, and the popularity that he has. But uh, we generated a lot of handle on it, guys. A, a lot of handle that I'm not surprised at all. When we're talking about a YouTube star, is this something uh, any of your coworkers were talking about where y- you would notice that um, the people coming in in line, the people jumping in to bet on this, it's it's a younger crowd, even though it's boxing and it's viewed as an older sport. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think a lot of the more a boxing purist and, and I love the sport of boxing you know I've, I've always been a huge boxing fan I was fortunate to to see some of the Mike Tyson fights and you know uh, um, I was an usher actually at the uh, at the Hagler Hearns outdoor fight at Caesars when I was younger and it was just so much fun but I think yeah you, you see a little bit of a, a younger demo come in and look at that fight just because of the popularity and again I was really surprised I thought we would write some business on it, um, but just the amount of business and how many people were, were coming to the counter and asking about it and grabbing a sheet and looking at it. Um, I, I really was surprised, but you know, I, I think moving forward now, it shows that when, when he does fight or some of these guys who have a big following like that um, you know, are, are doing something in sports that uh, you know, we're going to have to add maybe to the wagering menu just because of the popularity of it. Chuck, obviously a busy weekend. We had golf. We have the NBA going on, Major League Baseball. But I want to talk really quick about the NFL because the draft is only a couple of weeks away now. You got regular season win totals being posted, draft totals. Um, anything that, you know, any popular bets is you guys start to kind of release some of this stuff. Anything that you've taken notice and anything that you guys uh, are continuing to release right now? I, I think it's just overall in general, just that we put all this stuff up. Uh, we put all the, you know, a, a lot of draft props up guys, um, all the regular season win totals for pro football, even with, you know, with the Raiders being in our backyard, we put up all 17 Raider games um, just because of the popularity and the draw of the Raiders out here. They're underdogs in 11 of those games right now. Um, but I think the draft props have been so much fun to, to kind of look at and do. However, we kind of had to stay away from the top three. It looks like uh, Trevor Lawrence will go number one, and all indications are Zach Wilson will go number two. And um, although the the buzz has been Mac Jones at number three, I'm not convinced. I still think if you traded up to number three, it was either to evaluate all three and make your decision, or it was probably for Justin Fields. And I would still make Justin Fields the favorite. That's just my opinion, but I think he goes number three to the Niners. But uh, just putting all the props up, and we did some different things this year. Listed a number of teams where you could pick who you think will go first, an offensive lineman, a linebacker, a defensive lineman. And we associated um, odds or prices to these indexes. And then a number of teams, would you draft an offensive player or a defensive player first? Um, So I think that's been kind of fun as well. But the one that's the most intriguing to me right now is Trey Lance in his draft position of over under six and a half. I mean, there's buzz that he could easily go four to Atlanta. Does Atlanta choose that to do that or not with Pitts and Jamar Chase on the board? Or do they trade back and maybe grab him? But but he's a really interesting guy to me, guys. And and for me, the draft really starts at pick four. Anything that you've noticed as far as Major League Baseball futures? It's early, but some of these teams, you know, that we really that I've I mean, I was really high on the Yankees. It's been a struggle for them out of the gate. Anything you've noticed in Major League Baseball as far as the future market? I guess just looking at the you know American League, and and I, I mean, I never thought I'd be you know, talking about, you know, 15 to, to 17 games in maybe in, in Seattle and, and Kansas City, uh, both on top of their two divisions. So um, I know it's a long season, um, but it looks to be a little bit more parity. I, I looked at it over the weekend and usually underdogs hit it about a, 
are our favorites are hitting it somewhere around a, a 61% clip. And it was just about 50, <laughs> 50 um, at that point. So early on, I think a lot more parody uh, again, I know it's a long season, but I think from the parody side of it and the fact that underdogs have been coming in at a higher clip uh, is a little surprising. Believe me, if somebody told me in, in July or August, it's going to end up 50-50. I would definitely be smiling because baseball is not the easiest for us to beat. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat, our guest Chuck Esposito from Station Casinos. I want to go back to uh, some of the NFL draft stuff that you guys have up right now, uh, Chuck. A- any specific players on the, the over-under on their draft position that you've been forced to move the most? Not a whole lot of movement yet, guys. I, I think the, the interesting one was we have a head-to-head up with Devontae Smith versus Jalen Waddell, who will mm-hmm. be the first uh, one taken. We've kind of gone back and forth with that, where we've moved it uh, to pick and then back to Smith, the favorite. Um, so we ping-ponged that a little bit. Uh, Najee Harris, too, at, at 29 and a half. If he, if he gets by um, the Steelers, does he potentially fall out of the first round? Um, so those were kind of two that stuck out uh, that stick out a little bit, but two, two most intriguing to me again are are Trey Lance, his position of six and a half, and coincidentally enough, it's Jamar Chase at six and a half as well. Um, these two guys easily could fall in that four to five range. Um, it just depends on what happens with Atlanta. Um, you've got Matt Ryan who's under contract for at least two more years. I think there's a a third year option there. They still have Julio Jones and. Um, and, and Calvin Ridley, do they choose to go Kyle Pitts and add another weapon, or do they take the you know the, the replacement there and go ahead and draft a you know a Trey Lance or whoever happens to be on the board at, at quarterback for four? But again, the draft starts at four. But two of the most intriguing positions for me are Trey Lance and Jamar Chase. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Chuck, we, when we were going over some of the NFL win totals that are out there earlier on in the show, even though we know it's happened and because we haven't seen it yet with a 16-game schedule, it just messes with our heads because our entire lives we've been saying, are they going 7-9 and nine or 9-7, nine and 10-6? and six? What are we looking right. at? Uh, was it tougher for you to make some of those numbers since we're talking about a 17-game schedule now? Yeah, it definitely was. Just kind of looking at it a little bit differently and you don't know, you know, with a 17-game schedule, I know week 17 is going to be different now. Um, in the past, you always played, or week 18, I guess I should say, uh, you, you you always looked at division games. And I know they've kind of changed that structure a little bit. So you just wonder, you know, is it is it possible that maybe there's more weeks toward the end of the season that are meaningless to teams, or is it more meaningful where, the, you know, they, they have a couple of games stretch where they can still, you know, uh, wiggle their way into a wild card spot. So it was. I think a lot of the betters have, have asked about it as well, and the guests have talked about it. 
but definitely something we looked at and kind of looked at strength of schedule and, and went through it. Um, but uh, we'll see how it all unfolds. But, hey, it's another week of football, guys, so it's yay sportsbooks. Mm-hmm. Chuck, have you guys been seeing any action? I mean, the MVP race, in my opinion, is pretty much wrapped up with uh, Jokic. But have you guys been getting any action as far as the rookie of the year, most improved player, or anything else where there's still some value? No, not not so much now. I think once we get this far, um, we usually take that stuff down. Um, we're, we're working on putting up the Heisman now as well. So always looking to put stuff up as early as we possibly can. But at this stage, no, not not as much, guys. Any love, uh, any any uh, any action coming in for the Heisman? Anything yet or anything with college football? I know we kind of talked about that last week, but I saw that that was posted. Any uh, Any early action as far as the Heisman, though? Nothing that has really moved the needle yet. I think there's still so much kind of uncertainty uh, just to see how, how everything kind of unfolds at this point. But I know that it'll pick up, that they're, you know, they're going to be looking for, uh, you know, some, some value plays up and down the board. And I know that that will be, a, you know, a big part of it as well. And that's kind of fun for us. Anytime we have more stuff on the board and, and stuff that people can look at, it, it's always, uh, um, you know, a, a good handle and it generates a tremendous amount of business. So um, we're excited about it. We'll see how it all unfolds. But it's uh, all good stuff, guys. With Station Casinos, Chuck Esposito. This is BetQL Daily. How about over the weekend, uh, Chuck? As a big baseball fan, we're not used to seeing uh, the intensity that we usually see in October, in April. But we saw it with the Dodgers and Padres. And and you get so much L.A. baseball action. Uh, how's it like in the book? It's great. Uh, yeah, I think we talked about this, guys, uh, a few weeks ago. And, uh, you know, the fact that you've got the, the Golden Knights who are so good in, in hockey and, you know, having late start times and then having the, the Dodgers and Padres out, out west, arguably the two best teams in baseball, not just the National League, um, and then having them have a series against each other, it just drew a, a lot of action. And you could just tell by kind of the crowds in the book and the atmosphere, um, although we were Padre fans. Uh, you know, I, I think that uh, the better still look at the Dodgers and being 13-3, and three, easily could have won that game yesterday. Um, that uh, we were we were rooting for the Padres in, in those games, and Dodgers have kind of owned them since 2016, and um, it looked that way like they were going to get a sweep, but Padres avoided the sweep with a with a late rush there. Um, but overall, it's been good for us. I mean, especially out west, when you've got these teams that are good. I think once the NBA playoffs start too, with the you know Lakers and Clippers and and, and Suns that are all playing well, and the Jazz. You get some of these later start times, it's uh, it's really good uh, for the overall atmosphere in the book, and it really prolongs the, the day or night um, when you've got these teams out west playing who are, who are in contention and battling for spots. Chuck, you're uh, the director of a race and sports book, you know, it, with so much attention on the NFL draft, and we talked about all the offerings there. We're back on schedule with uh, racing season. Kentucky Derby, first Saturday in May, coming up May 1st. Uh, just over a week and a half away for people that are going to start to uh, take a look and, and just jumping in now, maybe the results of some of the preps races. Any advice uh, when looking at uh, picking your horse or horses for the Derby? I think really just, um, you know, do your homework and, and look at some of these uh, horses that have, um, you know, what their tendencies are. We'll know what horses are going to be kind of the speed horses and out front and how some of these horses have done um, against each other. Uh, we're going to have, if anybody who's out here, uh, the Friday, uh, the April 30th, we're going to have a big derby seminar in, in our racing sports book with uh, Brian Blessing, the host of Sportsbook Radio, Richard Ng from the Daily Racing Forum, uh, Jerry Jackovitz from uh, – 
from Jerry's Power Page and maybe even Hank Goldberg from uh, CBS and ESPN uh, might join oh, yeah. our panel. So you get a lot of great information uh, for some of those seminars. So come on out and enjoy one if you're, if you're out here um, and, and get some great information. Uh, we'll have a big $20,000 twin queue on Derby Day and just a, a lot of cool stuff to cater to our race fans as well, as well as serving mint juleps in the book. <laughs> a whole lot of value with the individual awards. I had, I had to throw that in there, guys. You know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anything? Uh, anything different? Anything change in the NBA as far as this weekend? I mean, there's some injuries. Donovan Mitchell is going to miss some time. Jamal Murray now out for the year for the Nuggets, and uh, looks like Anthony Davis is going to be back for the Lakers soon. But still, I'm I see some good value with the Clippers right now. I feel like everybody's sleeping on the Clippers, Chuck. Yeah, no question the Jamal Murray injury really, really hurts. I mean, look at the Knicks, though. I mean, the Knicks and the Celtics, too. I mean, I mean, you look at their records, and at 5-6 and six right now, they're both playing so, so good. I think it's critical to, to stay in that top six because we know now 7-8 and eight will kind of play in that play-in round, and then whoever wins is in seven, and then the eighth will play uh, the, the one who comes out of the ninth, tenth. So I think in the East – those two teams, but yeah, I agree with you on the Clippers. I think they're they're really good. I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not writing off the Jazz and the Suns. I think out west they're they're really loaded. Of course, the Murray injury to the Nuggets hurts, and in the Lakers' case, you know, we've been hesitant to to move them up, although their odds have been low. It's because if they are healthy, and you know, you're looking at a healthy Laker team when the playoffs start, it's just a different team. It, it kind of reminds me of of the Bulls when they had their runs. It's, it didn't really matter what they did during the regular season after they had a couple of uh, titles. They knew that they had to be healthy when the postseason started and well rested. And it didn't matter if they had home field or home court advantage, you know, in the, in the Western Conference or if they had or the Eastern Conference or if they even had home field or home court advantage in the NBA playoffs. It didn't matter to them. And I think that's kind of the case with the Lakers as well. So still a scary good team. But, but I agree with you. I would make the Clippers the favorite right now out west. Chuck Esposito, Station Casinos. Chuck, uh, no mint juleps till May 1st, all right? <laughs> you got it, guys. You got it. Thanks, Chuck. Have you had one before, Horvat? Yeah, I have. I love them. They're gross, right? You no, love I, them. Of course you love them. I love them. <laughs> Do you? All right. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think there are better options. I know it's, you know, it's tradition. You got to have one on – the first Saturday of May, I get it. Looking forward to that race as well. Uh, we'll start to cover that as we get closer. Cody Decker's next Dodgers Padres talk.